welcome to take 62 for our Latin American uh, sweets, a.k.a. para nuestros dulces uh, de Latinoamérica. Bienvenidos a take 62. Uh, We got a a jam-packed take for everyone today. My gosh. We got to some good theater movies. We got some good streaming movies. But we want to start off with a sweet little podcast review. We got a five-star review from one of our sweets. And we're going to go over some little technical difficulties that we got last take from from DC. Then we'll talk about the DCEU release schedule that's been released through the end of 2022. So... There's three more years of movies that we will probably not really care about, but hopefully we do. Hopefully they're good. And then we will talk for like two minutes about the Golden Globes because they're the Golden Globes. Follow that. We're going to go over what we streamed, what we liked as we streamed, what maybe we didn't like that we streamed. Then we've got another triple header for you guys. We're going to talk Honey Boy, Dark Waters. So get a big, juicy glass of tap water ready for that one. That'll really help you enjoy that more. Jumanji will be our final review, and there's um, kind of a an indie movie coming out this week. Not many of you guys maybe know about it. It's called Uncut Gems, so we're just going to do... Psych. It's Star Wars week, baby. It's Star Wars week. We're going to do a big hype, last bit of special to end this podcast, give you what we think is going to happen, and unveil something we've been working on. But without any further ado, it's your boy the Sweet Keeks. Who we got? Wow, what an intro. I'm, I'm signing off. Can I just say, is my audio better? It it sounds less potatoey. yeah. I think, I th- you know, normally, I cannot tell you, like, I always listen to our pod just to see, like, oh, what can we improve on? That sounded good. That was funny. And then we'd always, you know, get a clip posted on our IG. I could not listen to myself last take. <laughs> I thought to myself, am I played through my Xbox live mic? Anyways, folks, I apologize for that, but thanks for bearing with our great crystal clear audio. And yeah, like Kamiko said, bienvenidos. <laughs> We're ready. Ooh. Take 62. Wow. That, I mean, it's it happens to the best of us, I guess. It does. You know, you even listen to some perf- like pods that got thousands of reviews. And it still sounds horrible. So we're just grateful you guys are still here listening. Um, it's still yeah. better than our first the, take. The last time my audio was terrible was when we did our Pod of Thrones, Game of Thrones review. I was using my Power Beats and my volume was so loud compared <laughs> to yours. <laughs> I'm not, I had to go to my ear doctor the next day just to make sure everything I was, know. just to get the ringing Gosh. out. I miss Game of Thrones, Dude, how, not season eight. Can you believe but, yeah. that, that was this year? I was literally thinking about that. It's like, wow, that came and went fast. Right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. What a year. I, you know, we I, are, like you said, we are here. We're Star Wars week, baby. We're going to give our top 10 movies of the year soon. Uncut Gems is going to be coming out Christmas Eve. Christmas. There's some. From the Sandman himself. Yeah, I know. God bless him. I, happy Gilmore Wolf for my favorite performance of his. Like, Uncut Gems shirt's sure, getting some buzz, but happy. God bless you. Uh, Waterboy. I love yeah. some Waterboy. Mr. Mr. Deeds. Um, but no, I'm excited for this take. A lot of things to talk about. And first, you mentioned that review from our boy, we, dude. Oh, this is, I've got, I've got the name because you keep saying the name wrong. So I'm going to give the name right. Um, <laughs> it is from dude123524281. Um, his counting was a little bit off, but we forgive you because he gave us five stars. And this was honestly, so he brings up some really good points that we've really tried to work on. So... The the title of this says Great Podcasters. Thank you. And great content. Love says, that. I wanted to listen to several episodes to get a proper sample. Data analyst, I get that. And I can say this podcast is fresh right from the tomato tomatometer. The tomato meter. Hmm. Really, these guys do a great job at making things fun and chill while talking about great movies. If you like to watch films, then for sure give the podcast a listen while at work. One minor critique I'd have is for them is to be more strict at telling the listeners when spoilers are coming up and to stop listening if they haven't seen the movie. Maybe just even say something like, hey, skip 60 seconds right now if you haven't seen this movie. But all in all, it's a great listen, and I'll be supporting them from now on. And 
we've also noticed that too. You know, it's 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 hard to talk about a whole movie sometimes without going into spoilers. So we've had a couple yeah. episodes where I've tried to I'll basically I figure out when the spoilers are, and then Jonah goes in and edits in my voice saying, Hey, skip to this point. But any of you guys listen to our um our Jojo <laughs> Rabbit take. I know I was just about to get to ours. Um let's see which was it take fifty nine. Um if you skip to the timestamp that I give you, it literally skips to the biggest spoiler of the yeah, movie. Yeah. So well, what's fu- what's funny is we talk about that spoiler and then after that timestamp, like roughly ten seconds go by, and I just totally reveal the spoiler. <laughs> so it's like I just listen to it, but, and then our one of my other favorites was when we just spoiled heck out of Zombieland Double Tap. We just went right to it, right out of the gate. I know. I think I think you were upset about the whole lighthouse JoJo Rabbit shindig that went down. I was heated. so I understand. I was heated yeah. for a good two weeks after that. I'd driven seven total hours just to go see a movie uh, about zombies that i could have seen you know one mile from my house so i wasn't super happy no but i love i love the criticism and i think that's a great review we appreciate that we're trying to get better and especially with the spoilers no one likes a movie to get spoiled and so we appreciate that that's awesome so dude one two three five four two eight we appreciate you subscribing and listening and uh continue to send us feedback follow us on instagram sweet film talk and yeah, so we're taking steps forward. 2020 is going to be a big, fun year. We're excited. We have some fun things in store for uh, each and every one of you. And everybody loves film. Like, I'll mention that as we get to some certain views for Jumanji, it was packed. Oh my gosh, yeah. All types of ages in that theater. Well, I think it helped so, that the last one, I loved the last one. I saw it like two or, two or three times in the theater. I think the last yeah. one is so fun. And we've got a sweet movie was, morsel from a suite that we're going to talk about when we review Jumanji the next level. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about Jumanji because I have some things that I want to say. And I think, yeah. Yeah, I have some maybe not so favorable things to say. But without any further oh, ado, I know. we've got... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight DCEU movies that are going to be coming out in the next three years. We've got Good Birds night. of Prey, which is February 7th of next year. Wonder Woman 1984, which comes out June 4th next year. The Batman with uh, our Pat himself, Edward, comes out June 25th, 2021. The Suicide Squad, which comes out August 6th, 2021. That's going to be directed by James Gunn, the same guy who directed Guardians of the Galaxy. Black Adam, starring The Rock, will come out December 22nd, 21. Then Shazam 2, follow-up to this year's Shazam, directed by David F. Sandberg, will be April 1st, 2022. The Flash will be July 1st, 2022. That movie was supposed to come out like two years ago, and um, it's just been in a developmental just nightmare since. And then to cap all this off, got Aquaman 2, December 16th, 2022. And, and that's going to cap it off. I loved Aquaman. So I can't wait for that one. Of these movies, TC, what are you least excited for? What are you most excited for? Oh, my gosh. I am least excited for Shazam 2. I'm going to be honest. I thought Shazam was not good. That is bottom tier movie of the year for me. Really? But... You know, I just, I don't know. I just didn't, it just, maybe I was just excited for Avengers Endgame that was coming out like a month later. So, and I was like, come on, like, you know, I shouldn't really care for Shazam, but I, the most one I'm most excited for, my seat will be there. My seat, my tush will be there to that seat is Black Adam, my boy, The Rock. Really? Are you kidding? Are you kidding? I hope it involves him missing a leg and having to save his family from a skyscraper again. Oh, Wow, I would love I would love nothing <laughs> if more. that's if that's part Just of the, the plot PG, I'm there. the PG thirteen version of Die Hard we all deserved and needed at that time. Um, you know, it's funny because I remember you just were always on the DC train, and you still are. You wish would not come over to the MCU, and then what movie was it that kind of changed your your thoughts to the MCU? Dude, honestly, twenty eighteen was so good because you had Black Panther. And then, dude, Infinity War is what solidified me. And as a little hint, yes. we're going to do an essential, an essential 
list of the 10 most essential movies from this decade. And there may be one Marvel movie in there that I include. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, DCEU, I feel like they're a little bit behind for Marvel. But I think this is a good time for them to also go and do this because I feel like the MCU is to a stop. I mean, it's going to be hard to to get up on the Avengers Endgame. You know, that kind of ended everything. So, I mean, if, if you think about I, it, I don't this- know. I'll I'll be there. I'll watch these movies, but I'm not as in tune and excited about the whole MCU. Like I thought, in- Avengers Endgame was a good film, was a good ending, and it probably won't make my top ten of the year. No, It'll be an honorable not. mention. I thought Infinity War was better. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So that's my take. What about you? What are you look most least excited for? Or most excited for? I'm gonna say this right now. I think a dark horse is going to be Birds of Prey. I just have this feeling that Birds of Prey is. And I I can't put my finger on it, but it just seems like, you know how everyone made fun of Shazam when they first saw the trailers for it and then it came out? I personally really enjoyed Shazam, not as much as the hype had built it up, but I really liked just how they did something different and created this fun superhero and this fun world that he lived in. So I think Birds of Prey is going to be a really fun watch. I'll eat my words when I finally see it, maybe, but that one I'm really excited for. And then the Batman. That's oh, of course, hands down my most excited for Robert Pattinson. I mean, the Lighthouse, good time. We've said it a million times. We'll keep saying it. He's a very talented actor. Um, apparently, he's having trouble getting weight for the role, so that might be a little bit of a worry. But I'm, it's not. He'll just just come to Utah. Robert Pattinson, have a weekend with me. I'll show you how you can bulk up. We'll get you to Vasa. We'll use it's our called, guest pass for you. It's it's not even weightlifted, brother. It's just come to JCW's. Oh. Come grab a shake. Get that bacon burger and a shake. You're good. Even Please. those cheese no, fries. I, get him a big thing of cheese fries with that hickory bacon ranch stuff. Oh, oh stops. I might no, just buy a ticket to go out there tomorrow. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I actually am excited for Black black adam but the batman 100 percent. it's matt reeves the cast is stacked Jeez, and yeah. we're due for another good batman movie i mean it'll be nine years since the dark knight rises really which, oh my gosh you're which, right yeah because yeah we don't I, th- I think that's a good time frame i i don't really count um batman versus superman or i like ben affleck's batman though it's just a shame that w I mean, dude, Ben Affleck, you could tell on that Batman versus Superman tour. Like, if you go, if you go see him in those interviews, he, his soul is just dying. He just hates being there. <laughs> he, and I can't blame him. That, I, I enjoy Batman versus Superman, but it's a mess. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, um, yeah, like I said, the, st- the cast is stacked. Zoe Kravitz, it's my, you know, she's, she's probably top five celebrity crush for me. Ooh, all right. Well, won't, won't Trump won't Trump my girl Daisy Ridley we'll, we'll get to that no, who will have a funny story behind that with Star Wars hype Colin <laughs> Farrell Andy Serkis this man give Andy Serkis just uh, an Oscar this guy is wait what is he who's who he gonna be in the movie he is gonna be Alfred dude Pennyworth. oh my gosh that's right holy crap yeah. yeah that's right dude I love seeing him as Claw in the Marvel movies he is jacked in those movies and you gotta right? you gotta love it you gotta love seeing yeah, Smeagol put some pounds on. Just have Robert Pattinson weight lift with Andy Serkis. <laughs> you know, could you could you Good imagine night. like Robert Pattinson shows up to the gym and it's just like a like computer generated Smeagol with with him in the background trying to help him train. I I I'm in I'm there for that. For such Sean, twelve months. Sean T and Sandy step aside. It's time for Andy Serkis Smeagol to take over. I love that. Um, I think honestly, my least my least excited is the Flash movie. It's Ezra Miller. You're a cool Flash, but it, it we just got to go in a different direction there. I think he's fine, but it's just been a development. It's just been a mess for so long that I don't really care at this point. Sorry, man. Speaking of which, I thought he was okay. So they're doing the same Flash from Justice League. Yeah, uh-huh. Ezra Miller was overpriced his role. Okay, you know it. I remember you and I saw Justice League. We walked out. We're like, seriously? What? Joker. Joker with it, a budget that was five times less made almost twice as much money as Justice League. Yes. It just goes to show you, if you have good 
um, not saying they're bad actors in Justice League by no means. I like a lot of those actors. But just if you have a good vision and take your time and not yes. rush it and really have a good script like Joker, Justice League just felt like sloppy Joes on the screen. Like, I'll eat it, but I won't enjoy oh. it later. <laughs> it's <laughs> so know? true. That's like the perfect, that's the perfect description of a sloppy Joe. Oh, yeah. gosh. Well, and the thing good. is, if Jeez. you can say what you want about The Last Jedi, but if you put the visual effects from The Last Jedi up against Justice League, oh, if they don't even look like they came out in the same year. Justice League look oh. like, looks like it's 2010s. Yeah. Even Avatar yeah. looks better. And it was made oh, nine yeah. years earlier. So if they could put together a good Justice League, don't even get me started on Suicide Squad. That was one of the worst movies I saw in 2016. Ever seen. That's one of the worst movies I, I've ever seen. Period. Like you said, I, I enjoyed Aquaman. I enjoyed Wonder Woman. I didn't care for the Shazam, as I mentioned. So we will see um, yeah. what happens. Let us so, know what you excited. think. Let us know which ones you guys are excited for. You know, Sweet Film Talk on all social media. You can find us. And we've got award season. It's creeping up on us. Slowly but surely, it's creeping up on us. And we've got, here. We've got the Golden Globes have been announced. Um, I, I was telling Tanner about this. The Golden Globes is, for many of you, you know, if you're going to go out, if you're going to go party with your friends, if you're going to go to a club, you got a pregame first, okay? So you go, you get ready, you get, you have fun, you get ready with your friends to go out to the actual party, okay? That's the Golden Globes. You're getting ready, you're having fun, you're maybe getting some extra drinks in, getting some extra laughs in, but it doesn't really matter because you're on your way to the place that actually matters where you can be with other people, go flirt with other people, go dance, go do more. And that's the Oscars. So we're yep. not going to go over any like the nominations. We're going to go over the main um, best motion picture musical comedy and best motion picture drama. Just super quick, just so you guys know. Okay? Um, okay. The uh, first one <laughs> is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's for musical comedy. This category will be Jojo Rabbit, Knives Out, Rockman. Dolomite is my name. Off the bat, who do you think wins? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Totally agree. Yep. Okay. Okay. Moving on to Best Motion Picture <laughs> Drama. We've got The Irishman, Marriage Story, 1917, Joker, and The Ooh. Two Popes. So, where are you going there? Uh, I'm going to ask you, where are you going? I, I know look, where I'm going. I, I say marriage story but i think the irishman swoops in and gets it wow see i'm going marriage story okay yeah yeah but i i can see either or maybe the joker just a little blindside i just i want to know i just i want to see the joker win just to like watch film twitter implode on itself just just <laughs> whine and complain about this movie winning Oh, speaking of speaking of film Twitter, one of my favorite tweets I saw, I, I believe I said it to you, was uh, the argument scene. Not really a spoiler in Marriage Story. I mean, geez, they're going to argue. Their people get divorced. Anyways, the, the argument scene, it's someone quoted the tweet. that was like, yo, they're getting nominated for this? My basement neighbors should get an <laughs> I award. <laughs> I know. Because, and you know, I've... Since seeing That's it, so I think funny. I think they're both really, you know, as we talk a little bit more about Marriage Story, I feel like that scene is really good. And there's some moments where I feel like everything's a little bit overacted. And the punt. Yeah. And it's just like being Adam Driver being nominated for best actor. It makes sense. But the script helps him so much to be able to achieve that. It's not like he's really carrying minor like like Joaquin Phoenix, honestly. The Joker script isn't that amazing, but Joaquin Phoenix is the Joker. That's yeah. what I think maybe pushes him over a little bit to get that award. All right. Yeah, I'll so that's that. that's the Golden Globes. No one really cares about it. Once Oscar season comes, we will go more into that. But we are now on to our movie Let's streamed, baby. Let's do it. Let's go. What'd you speak, see this week? Speak, speaking of Joaquin Phoenix, I only saw one movie stream uh, this week. Saw a few in theaters that I'm excited to talk about. However, you've been wanting me to see this, and I finally saw it, was Her, starring Joaquin Phoenix. And it is streaming on Netflix. Yeah. Keeks. I was just going to go right out and say it. This movie is weird. Yes. I would say it's an acquired taste. However, I did enjoy it. 
Yeah. For how weird and odd it is. And Chris Pratt, what a guy. I know you get you get like chubby Chris Pratt in this and it's really no, cute. I was, with the mustache. I wasn't expecting it. Oh, that's it right, he does have one. I started laughing. Uh, anyways, this movie is kind of ahead of its time. Yes, very much in a so. sense. I mean, it came out in 2013. I thought Joaquin Phoenix did an amazing job. One of the most vivid scenes was when it's towards the end when he's just kind of freaking out and he goes to the steps by the subway. You know, you know what scene I'm talking about? I do. And just, just his face, his mannerisms, you you can just see it in his facial expression. I thought that acting was, that scene was, that scene was pretty tense and you almost felt for him. However, like I was saying in earlier, this movie's ahead of his time. I mean, he just falls in love with an operating system and it makes you think like how many people actually, have a relationship with Siri or their Alexa, you know? Alexa, and play Let's Get It On by Marvin Gaye. <laughs> Jam it out. But uh, no, it goes to show like this This guy was lonely. He was having a struggle dating. Oh man, Olivia Wilde, that was, that was rough. That was brutal what she said to him on their date. Uh, he's going through, yeah, he's going through a divorce and Scarlett Johansson does a good job with her voice. I mean, she's got a nice dulcet tone she does yes so, so, the, i saw a lot of scarlett johansson geez better story than her oh wow <laughs> yeah like you're that. right uh so anyways i'm gonna give her i'm gonna give it an a minus okay and i'm gonna give it a sour scale this isn't for everybody yeah there are some aspects of the movie that are a little off you probably know sure. exactly what i'm talking about too oh yeah but it's expected of course I mean, yeah i mean yeah, it explores yeah. all realms of I guess dating in an era like where yeah. you've got yeah yeah that that scene was really interesting when you know she she so anyways we don't want to get into spoilers but watch this movie especially with Joaquin Phoenix I think he should have gotten an Oscar for this who got an Oscar that year 2013 I saw it it was um Eddie Redmayne I think in the Theory of Everything I believe he won it oh no oh, no, okay. no 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 um, um um oh my gosh Matthew McConaughey for Dallas Buyers Club. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, so, uh, congrats, yeah, Matthew McConaughey. That's, deservedly that's, so. Yeah, it was really yeah, good. It's validated. Club. So, no, I liked her. I still need to get to Moonlight, I, and I still need to watch Zero Dark Thirty. Those are two movies that I want to watch at the end of the year before The Essentials. Those two I really want to get to. So, yeah, her. Interesting watch, but glad I watched it. Yeah. I'm glad you did, too, because it, it definitely puts a lot of things in perspective, and it, you feel so much for his character. And I like yeah. I like how the script does that in the direction as well. So, love that. And it's... it's yeah. Um, so for appreciate me, that recommendation. Gosh. So yeah, let's night, let's change the tones here. There is a new Michael Bay movie out, everyone. In case you didn't, in case you missed the last five Transformers movies, Six Underground is here, and it is bad. It is really bad. It's the first <laughs> action sequence is really cool. Um, but I just want to read. We had. Thank you, everyone who submits your reviews for us as well. We really appreciate it and really love it. Yeah, we it. got a we got a few for this take. Love that. Yeah, we do. From Gorilla Dave Five. So I post. I always post my reviews on social media, and I said, "See, I said sour, but it's definitely spoiled." He said, <laughs> "Yeah, agreed." Driver's side mirror was knocked off the car in the first two minutes of the car chase, and next cut scene, it was back on the car. <laughs> Knew it was going to be a wash from there. LMAO and. Yeah, honestly, I thought I don't. I don't. I'm really bad at noticing those things. But Gorilla Dave Five, eh, when the movie tries to do a non-linear storytelling structure, and it just it oh it just it just implodes on itself. It just black holes itself. <laughs> it's so bad. And some of the action scenes are cool. Like Ryan Reynolds, I can't take him seriously in any movie now. I just think he's dead. Like every movie he's in, I'm like, oh, it's Deadpool. Because I feel like he just plays the same type casted. Um, the crew he puts together is fairly forgettable. Like no one really stands out from the crew at all. Uh, the story and the pacing is a jumbled mess. But for your average moviegoer, it's it's fine. I mean, you might enjoy it, but no, there's not a whole lot of substance there. However, I will say this. At the end, because you're done with the whole non-linear thing, 
if they were to just go off and give another movie with this team kind of going through and working together again, I would be interested in seeing it. I would still see it because it's mm. kind of caught my attention. Other than that, though, this is spoiled. Yeah, you, you don't have to watch it. It's on Netflix. And that's, you know, yeah. Throw that in with Moonlight and Zero Dark Thirty. Let's get to how dare you. <laughs> but yeah, add it to the list. Yeah, it and not Eef. very good. Grill Day Five, by the way. Thank you again. Sending in, sending in a little bit of your review. And also, as a buzzer beater, I watched the animated Aladdin today. Boy, that was a blast. Just washed, washed the the horrible taste. Six underground out of my mouth. Good. And I had a no, laugh. that's a classic. That's oh, a classic. I, you know, it's way better than what I'd remembered too. So I loved that. You know, hot take. I, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but uh, I think they should do um, a live action version of Aladdin. The th- I think it's the King of third Thieves? one. Yeah, King of Thieves. The, yes, yeah, yes. It's thank way you. cool. You know, if they did that, how many people watch King of Thieves? I King loved it. Thieves. It was like a direct-to-VHS one, too. Yeah, it was a blast. Yeah, I thought it was it. awesome. I mean, the seven-year-old Tanner loved it. I don't know how the 27-year-old <laughs> Tanner would like it. Hey, it's on Disney+. Plus. You just pop that right Stop. on. Stop. It is. Cast that up oh to your phone, gosh. after your TV. Oh, you are set. I might have to, like, catch some snippets. No, if they did a live action of that one, I think a lot of people would – I think that would be good received really well. Because I don't think a yeah. lot of people actually saw that. So, anyways, that's your that's your Tanner opinion, Disney. I know you're listening. Pyrus for producers, we got you. We've got great ideas, many great yeah. ideas. Yeah, a couple great ideas. Um, so is that it for streaming? That's all. That's all I have. Yeah, awesome. We're theater. Uh, now. All right, let's get to the theaters. And man, we got we got some good stuff. Okay, so I saw Honey Boy on what day was it? Tuesday. Must have been. No. Was it Tuesday it was or Wednesday? Wednesday? No, it was Thursday. Hello. Oh, my God. Jeez, days are running. that late? Days, oh, that's right. Days that's running right. into each other. Yeah, so I went to Josh Reynolds. Uh, he gave, he submitted our honey boy. I won a, a Ben Simmons jersey. Does a little giveaways on Twitter. Um, I'm giving you free advertisement right here, Josh. Great guy. Thank us later. Great to see him. Great to connect. And he saw honey boy. He's like, let me know your thoughts. And... Also, also, here's another movie tip for a lot of moviegoers. If you are late to a movie, because I left American Fork and I had to go all the way to Provo. The movie started at 7.15, and I left American Fork, uh, Josh, Josh's place, around 7. Cinemark has previews and commercials that go for 20 minutes. So if your movie starts at 7 o'clock right on the dot, you can show up at 7.20, and you will make the first scene. So just a little tidbit. Yeah. And Me- Megaplex is about 15 minutes, roughly. 15 to 20, give or take. You know what's interesting so, is me and Becky have started to do that because our theater is about 20 minutes away. So we'll leave 10 minutes before the movie starts and we get there right as the first scene or right as like, you know how every theater has their own little intro into giving you the movie. We'll hit it like yeah. right as that's ending. So yeah, no, it, it on, I mean- this point, I mean, especially if you're us, like you see the same trailers. I've seen that freaking rhythm section trailer 85 times, I swear. <laughs> and I, I'm just like, I don't want to see it anymore. I, I can't see it again. I don't want to see Blake Lively in that stupid song they play. So I just, mm. we just get there late now. Yeah, no, it's smart because there's some, there's some trailers that I don't want to see. Like I enjoy watching previews and I was actually talking to Josh about this when I went and saw him on Thursday uh, before Honey Boy is there's some previews that I really enjoy seeing. I thought, like, for example, Avengers Endgame, I thought they did a great job on their marketing. I had no idea what was going to happen in Endgame. You didn't. They, they had a lot of snippets. But there's other movies like Spider-Man Homecoming that revealed whole plot. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, Jurassic I mean, World 2. Jurassic World, yeah, exactly. So there's, I take previews and trailers as a grain of salt. There's some that I like to see, and there's some that I try to avoid, especially I'm really hyped for. Like this next year, I'm going to try to avoid just looking at trailers. I don't mind a teaser because it's like 30 seconds. So anyways, let's get to Honey Boy. Oh, yeah. I'm going on my rant. Uh, Honey Boy, I'm going to give this, I mean, as you guys know, it's a story about Shia LaBeouf and him kind of on Even Stevens and his dad who's, you know, verbally abusive, even physically. And it's just kind of a letter to his dad through, through film. And... I'm going to give this a B plus. I'm going to give it a sour rating. I don't think this is, I can't recommend this to everybody, 
There were some tough scenes to watch. I thought Shia did a fantastic job playing his dad. Yeah. Could you imagine? You know what I mean? So really hats off to him for doing that. And I would have liked to have seen more scenes kind of progressing with Shia's healing, so to speak, and him kind of doing better, getting bad, you know, back on track. And so tough scenes to watch. This won't make my top 10 for the year, but I'm glad I went and watched this and I'll probably only watch this one time. Yeah. And that seems to be the common con- that at least for me and, you know, Josh's review from last week, it's a one time watch. I'm right with you. And I think the marketing for this movie is very, I don't think it's as good as it could have been. Because it definitely makes it seem like it's kind of a, you know, he's with his dad and his dad's abusive, but it's like, maybe you kind of get to see him on set and see him at even Steven's. No, that's that's not it at all. Like the every scene in the trailer of him being on the on the set of Even Stevens is in the movie. Like there's no extra Even Stevens moments. So don't go in expecting to get that little aspect to it. Um, it's mainly nope. him and his. It's mainly his dad screaming at him in a hotel. His now self in yeah. rehab. Th- th- that's about it. It doesn't really go anywhere else. And yeah. It's very emotionally draining as you're watching the movie, too, which, again, is hard, but kind of a triumph in his own where the audience is so invested in what's going on with this child and his dad and the dynamic there and the tenants around them and how he interacts with them. So in that sense, Alma Harrell, who's the director, she did a really great job. But yeah, it's, it's a hard watch and it's not for everyone. I agree. Yeah. So I'm glad I went and watched it kind of learn more about Shia's upbringing and his dad. I mean, not everybody has good parents. Duh. No. So, um, I hope tough, that tough he gets to watch. A, a supporting actor nod. I know that, gosh, the acting nods this year are stacked. Absolutely yeah. stacked. But if he could squeak in, that'd be really cool. I think, he, that would. I think he worked hard for it. And I like Shia. I, I think he's just been through the ringer, man. And I like in Peanut Butter Falcon, I thought he did a fantastic job in that. Yeah. And, you know, I still love him in Transformers. So he's been, as I said, through the ringer. So I hope he gets that nod. And again, tough watch. If it is playing near you, I would maybe go check it out. But again, it's on that sour scale. I can't recommend this to my mom and dad. There's honestly, like, we would put, like, a spoiler alert section in here. But there's not really much to spoil. It's just him and his dad, you know, kind of shy's life. I can't think of any parts that are, like, surprising that would be spoiler worthy. So... Yeah, um, check it out though, because Alma Harrell, I think she's really talented, and she had some very interesting ideas on, the on how to yeah on how to present the movie in an interesting way. So sure, that was really good. Um, now we're ever, and I hope you got now, your tap water tap water on, on Get it. deck because <laughs> we saw dark pants. waters, and this movie was really good. I was pleasantly you know, surprised with how engaged I was the whole time. I I really enjoyed it too, and I thought Mark Ruffalo did a fantastic job. I don't want to tell, I don't want to say too much. Definitely not spoilers because I think this movie just came out two weeks uh, ago. I think maybe last two weeks ago. Yeah, I think two weeks yeah. ago. And I think everybody should go see this movie because it's important. I yep, you lead me right into what I was going to say. I think the story told in this movie is the most important story told of the year because yeah 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 there it's, are some real, statistics in this movie and you're like what we're 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 all one of them yep we all have it if, and especially if you do some research on the Crazy. dupont chemical company and a lot of their teflon. practices yeah teflon especially which is like yeah um guess what uh they made 22 billion dollars off teflon last year so wow still going strong wow. except for they don't use and teflon anymore they use gen x as their chemical which is still dangerous so they still use it still there and it's, inter- and it's interesting because the lawsuit is still going on i believe like they've had three big settlements from what i understood from the film and um who was the the lawyer was rob millet was that rob billot rob billot yeah and he's still, and I loved how it, well, I don't want to, uh, that was, that would be a spoiler, but yeah, it's still kind of going on and it's crazy how long it took 
Yeah, the but Hulk himself, only, Mark Ruffalo, I think did a really good job. He did, and I will say this: this is my only. I had a few gripes for the movie, but uh, at the beginning of the movie, this, this isn't a spoiler. It happens like the first five minutes. It shows a flashback of them driving. He's like driving in his car in nineteen late nineteen eighties, and he gets on the freeway, and there's like. 2010's Nissan Nissan Altima. <laughs> oh, wait, was there really? See, I'm yeah. so bad at noticing that. I don't ever notice and little just, things like that. I just started laughing. I was like, that is so funny. Just <laughs> because they're like, you know what, let's just show a quick clip of him driving at 19, you know, 89, whenever it was. Were those was and that supposed to be him and his friends? There's a Nissan Altima. Yeah, that's when he's um Like know, just growing up, just Yeah, early, early lawyer. I see. Uh, I yeah. didn't know what that was. I was like, "Who are these kids?" Like, it doesn't it really like, establish who they are. But oh, oh, those. I don't know who that was. I think that was just showing the scene of just. Um, oh well, because then in like the nineties, yeah, he's he's just driving his car, and then ah, uh, now I yeah, get it. So so yeah, in the nineties, early nineties, eighties, whenever it was, is just showing like no, it's like late nineties, ninety eight when he's driving in. But yeah, I, so, I still get it though. Yeah, a little bit. Anyways, of continuity. And, I, and I thought there were some scenes that they showed in the trailers. There were some scenes that really tried to build suspense and really build tension. Let, okay, let's and talk about those real quick. Um, everyone, skip forward 60 seconds from here. Uh, we'll start it in three, two, okay. one, go. Fast forward to 38, 37. Okay. Um, <laughs> the, the scene in the parking lot and the, yeah. and the farmer laying in the truck, I thought that went nowhere. I was like, really? No, like I was, I was thinking, are they trying to build tension? What tension yeah, is this? Who- it, was re- it was really forced, and I thought it was just kind of our character. Because there's already tension within the movie with, with the dialogue. Yeah, the, and it takes you out of it, if anything. Yeah, so I thought that was really not placed well in the movie. But overall, the acting was great. And so that's basically it. Yeah, words. Spoilers. My, I you know I, and this isn't part of the spoilers. Spoilers are over now. Um, oh gosh, the one thing that I didn't enjoy was that they try to make it seem like oh this case is really taxing on his family, but it's not something constant in the movie. It's just like randomly that he'll have an argument with his wife to remind us oh hey this is hard on him, but. It's not really anything organic. It just feels like things tacked on to remind us that, oh, this is taking a lot of a, a big toll on him and his family. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Just kind of the, that was that felt a little forced, too. But I did like Anne Hathaway, especially towards the end of the movie. I thought she did a good job. Yeah, no, I, I haven't seen her. I feel like I have not seen her very much in, in movies lately. I think she's yeah. been doing like smaller movies unless you saw um, The Hustle. This year, which she was oh, in with Rebel Wilson, which apparently no one saw because I think it only made like six million dollars at the box office. Um, yeah, and I really like Tim Robbins as well. Yeah, I thought he had, another he one had, you he don't a, see much. He had a really good scene, and I think you know which one I'm talking about when that conference in the conference room. I really liked what he said in there. That was cool. Yeah, kind of kind of shifted the movie a little bit. So Dark Waters, I'm going to give it a B plus. I'm definitely going to give it on a sweet scale. I think everybody should go see this movie. It's Same. it's it's crazy. It's it's a true story. Yep, I agree. I give it a B plus. It is definitely sweet. And go check it out as soon as you can. I know a lot of people who saw it and who actually really enjoyed it too. So I'm glad people are going out and seeing it. Yeah. All right. Gosh. You ready? Yeah. Let's, I'm excited. I'm. I've. Yeah. Let's let's go. I've got my red pen out. Perfect. Okay, Jumanji, the next level. You know, Keek. I. I like you said. I enjoyed the first Jabaji. I thought that was a pleasant surprise. I think I gave that like a B, B plus. Yeah, maybe? same. Mm-hmm. I thought it was hilarious. It was fun, and a lot of the jokes actually landed for me. It was just a light watch. Now, I, I would say the next level is not as good as the first one for sure, but a lot of the next level is the same. And right out of the gate, I'm just going to give my grade, and then we can talk about it. I'm going to give it a C plus. However, I'm going to give it a sweet grading. I think this was a fun movie. It was light. It was a light watch. There were some jokes and some scenes I thought were didn't land. I mean, it's Jumanji. However, I, th- I had fun. I had fun with this film. It's The Rock. I love The Rock, and I loved kind of the switch up with Danny DeVito. I thought he was hilarious. And, yeah, it just tried to be too serious sometimes where I was like, mm, 
No, like let's go back to being funny. And some of the bathroom jokes definitely didn't land on body parts joke. So, yeah. Okay. Let's hear it. Let's so, go on your rant. Okay. Let's disagree. Bring out the gavel. I, my biggest problem is the overarching theme of the movie is trying to make the best out of a bad situation. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah. There are certain plot devices in this that totally throw that away going into the third act and just dismisses that theme. And we'll get into that in spoilers, but I was like, why would this be like a lesson you're trying to teach when you're just going to basically tell everyone, oh, like you can just magically change it and actually none of the trials that you're given mean anything and um, you'll be okay and you can get past to the next level. I felt that that was really lazy and I, I, I didn't like that. I think that, you, like you said, I think there's some levity and there's some fun to it. Some of the switches worked, but I didn't, I didn't like the new body placement. I didn't like the new characters. Um, Danny DeVito and Danny Glover. Whoa, weird. What the heck? <laughs> they're both the same double, name. I just realized double that. Double Danny. Danny. The Double Dannys. Um, I didn't like their incorporation into the game at all. I, I just didn't think it, I didn't, it didn't work for me. It might work for a lot of people. And no, I, I, I agree to some extent. I felt like it was repetitive. It took like with Bravestone is just like, okay, what's my powers? What's my powers? I felt like that was hammered in too much. Yeah, it's it like, like, it got to like the, these guys it got are to the old, point, but they're not. They're not stupid. Exactly. And that's why they kind of portray them like, all right, old people cannot figure out technology slash video games, which. Hey, hey, check this. There's some, there's some old people that stream. Okay, boomer. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Am I right? That was yeah. this movie. Was okay, yeah. boomer, the movie. <laughs> and there, there was an older lady sitting next to me. Her and her husband, they had to have been like, geez, in their mid-60s. The whole movie they were talking, they were like, Who's who? Who's that? Oh my! <laughs> like, God. That? You're kidding. Who's in that body? Oh, I was like, no. oh, sweethearts. Yeah. So overall, I agree with you. It got a little repetitive and annoying with the forced. Wait, what do I do? Like, oh, I'm strong, but I didn't mind Danny DeVito, and I'm glad. Should we get into spoilers, or should we? Yeah, re- we'll get into spoilers first. Let's do it. Count us down. Uh, three. Two, one. What up, everyone? It is your boy, the Sweet Keeks. If you want to avoid spoilers for Jumanji The Next Level, please fast forward to the timestamp of 4702. Sweet! Danny Glover well, got- dies. <laughs> Why is it like every single one of these spoilers, someone dies? I know, I know. And and, and apparently he's a horse just chilling in the game now. I that thought was that was another thing. Little- I was like... Wait, he has a little like, weird. It, yeah, he's not gonna say bye to his family. Like he's just gonna leave. He's just gonna kick it in the in, in Jumanji, dude. Okay, and that's the other thing. I kind of wanted more closure between Dan. Like they got closure, but I thought it'd been cool, like for them both to go to Ed to to Nora's at the end, and he. I thought that'd be cool, like with him sitting in there as with Nora and been like, "Hey, you pass it off. Like I'm sick." Like let's keep being friends. I can help yeah. out. You know, when when I meet my demise, when I die, Thought that, that was a little was... weird with him just flying off as a horse. I was like, mm, all right, that whole side plot just didn't work for me. It's like, oh, yeah. that's why they won't talk is because like they owned a restaurant, but then they fell out because like they wanted to retire. It it's and it's okay. I'm not saying it's horrible. Like I'm not saying this is the worst movie of the year. It's definitely not the best. Like it's better than yeah, that no. Lion King remake. Oh, but. Yeah. No, I yeah, it didn't work for me. It's it's a it's a light watch, but uh, and that's the other thing. There was a scene when they where they initially switched bodies, and I'm like, what is this gonna do? And it comes back, and I like that they went back into the yeah, but it didn't do the same thing though. It's like they had to like they had to like touch each other, and like it jolted in them back, and then it comes back, which is going back to the comment that I made is you know the overarching theme is you know make the best out of a bad situation, and then the end of it, there's that water where you can change places with people. That just erases all of that. And I hoped that, you know, Danny DeVito and Danny Glover's characters could kind of learn how to figure out the game and work together and everyone could use their strengths to beat the game. But then they're like, "Mm, we'll just we'll just throw you into these easier bodies and we'll go back to how we did it. Let's just revert. Yeah, And I was like, why didn't you just do that in the beginning? Why did you have to bring these guys in? It's just like a gimmick. 
yeah, it was just a total gimmick. Yeah, I which gave it a C minus. Which I liked. Spoiled. <laughs> yeah. Spoiled. Yeah, which I, I liked. I liked that they went back to their original bodies. I was like, all right, it's go time again. Yes, that exactly. That's when I was like, all right, here we go. I've been waiting an hour and a half for this. Love, love Jack Black as Bethany. Totally forces like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but I think <laughs> it's it so works. funny. I think it's hilarious. And um, yeah, no, and also like Alex, you know how he goes back in because his life is so bad. Then you know when he gets back out, I'm just thinking. Well, you have to go back to that life. Like, what do you? Your, your, all your friends are like, like in school in other state. Your life is going to be horrible again. He's Alex is like, yeah, you know. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I thought who, who's Nick Jonas's character, the one that was stuck there for twenty years. Oh, I don't remember his name. Yeah, he, he's like, yeah, I have a daughter. You know, let's let's go back in there. Let's help your kids. We're good. We're your friends. You're good. Let's do it. Yeah, I know. It seems like time. It's, works it's a really movie. It's weird, a movie. Though. I don't know. And then the end. Should we uh, end credits? We're still in spoilers, so let's go into it. Um, yeah. They pulled a no. Jurassic World 2. Oh, my gosh. So get Apparently. ready. Get your pocketbooks ready. <laughs> Jumanji 3 coming out next year. This leads us into um, a good review from one of the suites. All right. Yeah. Spoilers are over. <laughs> the credits oh made me gosh. laugh. All right. I'll read the first one. This is from McKay Prince. And he says this about Jumanji. He said, went to watch Jumanji the next level with my wife last night. And let me tell you, Sony really brought it to the next level. With this film, they've really captured what made the first Jumanji enjoyable. Or second, depends on who you ask. This film had it all with very necessary, unnecessary fight scenes, dialogue of different characters in the film being acted out by other characters, and a message behind the movie that anyone can take. And then he added a sweet movie morsel. We love that. Yes. He said Jumanji... Yeah, it is. Jumanji saw one of the fastest turnarounds from filming to theatrical release for a major, major studio tentpole film. Filming did not begin until February 2019 and wrapped four months later in May for a December release, only seven months later. Most most complete filming over a year before their release. Crazy. That And especially that movie made a billion dollars. It was huge. It yeah. came out around the same time as Last Jedi as well. Everyone yeah. saw it. Yeah. Crazy. So I love that. Uh, you have another one? Yes, we have one. This comes from Pac-Man Two, one of our one of the one of our dedicated loyal sweets, Jen Pack. Oh, and she will be on next week for Star Wars. Yes. So this is this little 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 sample of the Jen. She said, "I went and saw it. I agree with you. The first one was just so good. This one felt super jumpy and had little and had random little parts that either needed to not be in it." Or elaborated on. And I liked it better when the old guys weren't the main actors. Um, she said spicy. <laughs> I said, do you mean spoiled or sour? <laughs> she said it was spicy, but I give it sour. So we've got okay. a wide range of. We got spicy as well. Yeah. We don't know what that'll be, but maybe we'll introduce it. I like a little spicy you know, sometimes. And again, Jumanji is Jumanji. Like I was kind of. From seeing Honey Boy to Jumanji, I was all in because I needed yes. a little bit light watch. Like I needed something <laughs> that was going to make me laugh and be fun. And that's what Jumanji did. And that's why I'm giving that C plus. I'm giving it that sweet grading. Take your family. Take your friends. Go watch this. It's a light watch. It's funny. Some of the jokes don't land. Some of them do. And uh, the older characters, yeah, Donnie Glo- Danny Glover and Danny DeVito were funny. But I agree with you. They, they were a little misplaced. But I thought the most enjoyable scene were the monkeys on the bridges that was pretty fun oh see i like that that was yeah i didn't love that part i don't know why i didn't fair fair, fair enough <laughs> <laughs> i liked what um what uh um yeah i i guess this would be a spoiler but there's a certain part where one of the characters is with um some camels in a stable and i thought that was really funny too yeah that was that was that was that was good too yeah and i love the the slow talking from kevin hart there at the beginning oh see that drive me crazy i oh my gosh i was like i get it this no the character like, but like i mean at the beginning beginning like initially i was like this is funny and then it started oh. to get old i was like oh yeah. okay this is um, where we're going and you know what? Like, I, I, I'm definitely with you. I mean, the, I, I don't want to say my critic side came out because that's just sounds dumb. But like, yeah, like I, I, I realize what this movie is. And if you want to go see it, you should go see it. Like, you'll probably have a good time. I just, it just didn't, it didn't resonate with me. And that's fine. You know, if yeah. if you want to go see it, you should go see it. And people are yeah. gonna like it. I think for the most part, hundred percent. 
Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for sending your reviews. Jeez, was that three? That was three. Yeah, three Keep or four. We want to yeah. have a lot of Star Wars reviews for our next take, yes. which leads us. Let's go. Star Wars hype. We made it. Can you we believe that? A year and a half after Solo? it. Golly, that still should have came out in Christmas last year. That's still, I thought that was poor time management. Time place marketing. I, I associate winter and Christmas with Star Wars. I just do now. It's. I, I mean, I was watching A New Hope on Friday night, just kind of prepping. You know what's I'm so funny is because all the original again. movies came out during the summer. So it's funny that we That's think right. that it's winter. But like even the prequels came out during the summer. Right, yeah. Except that came for Revenge of the Sith. I think that was like October, wasn't it? No, no, uh, no. Revenge no, of the no, Sith no, that was, was May. May. Yeah. I remember in third grade, I got checked out of class to go watch with my two older brothers, and I was freaking out. I was so hyped. I love that. You've got great Star so, Wars stories. I love your the, Star Wars stories. Just nostalgic. So anyways, we have Star Wars hype. The train um, is, it's, it's leaving the station. Everyone's so on it. Do you want to do top five predictions right now, or... How do you want to break this up? Sheesh, yeah. Um, you know what? Let's do it. Let's start off with some predictions real quick. Okay, I'm ready. Yeah, um, I'm going to go with my first one. I think we are going to get a scene with Han, Luke, and Leia back. I think Harrison Ford has come back. They paid him $500 million or however much <laughs> they needed to pay him so that he can be a Force ghost in a scene with Luke and Leia. Okay, okay. we never got Tol- that. And so I, no. I think they're really pulling out all the stops in this one. You know, I I disagree. I don't think Harrison Ford is going to make an appearance. However, if he does, I would like it. I, I, yeah. I'm all for it. I hope you're right. My number five is a new color lightsaber. Yes, I think that's a good one. I don't know what color is going to be. It could be maroon, but ooh, <laughs> what if it's give just it to like us. a tan color because all Ray wears is tan? Yeah, ooh, like, that'd be kind of. It could be like a white. Point. Because we haven't seen white in Star Wars. We've seen it in Rebels, but not in Star Wars. Oh, that would be not sweet. Not like the live action. Yellow or orange? We have for yellow and orange. Where's um, yellow? Plo Koon and Kiati Mundi. Okay. Yeah, in the, in the prequels. There's, a, there's only one purple, right? Yeah, Mace Windu. Yep. Well, Samuel L. Jackson. Our I boy. I'm not going to call Mace Windu a character. It's, it's clearly Samuel L. Jackson. It's in Samuel movie. L. Yeah, it's not, it's not Mace Windu. Ugh, it's such a jarring casting choice, but that's, that's fine. That's, you know, he's still yeah. cool. He's a cool character. Um, I also have the, my prediction is that all of the original char- trilogy characters will be dead by the end of the movie. Okay. So that's going to be um, Han, Luke, Leia. I'd even give Lando. I'd even say C-3PO and Chewbacca will all be dead. Wow, that's dark. Morbid. Maybe even the Millennium Falcon. I think that gets trashed in the movie. I think they have to destroy mm. it. See, mine's that's why really using horses. Oh, mine's really morbid as well. My number four is they go back to Canto Bite and throw down $100 on red. <laughs> <laughs> While Spider-Man Homecoming's pay- playing in the background. <laughs> Just kidding. Just give us another Canto Bite scene. It's what we all need and deserve. I know we are just dying to see another Canto Bite. Just 15 oh. minutes. Expedition. I know. Oh. <laughs> Gosh dang it. <laughs> what? That, I think that is the weakest part of the You take that out, and I, The Last Jedi's, I think that you get rid of a big majority of people's complaints about The Last Jedi. What's funny is they actually mentioned Canto Bite on the last in the last Mandalorian episode. Yeah, they did. Yeah, Bill Burr mentioned it. Really quick. Yeah, Bill Burr, our boy. Love Bill Burr. Um, All right, let's hear it. Number three. Yeah, so number three for me is we're going to get another Death Star. Oh, my gosh. Like something big moon related, and it's going to be involved. I mean, kind of is because they have to go to the second Death Star from Return of the Jedi to get some artifacts, I'm guessing. Yeah. But I think that's going to be something like that involved. That's too good. Uh, my number three is Kylo dies. Oh, okay. I think he's going to do something, sacrifice himself. He realizes either he gets killed by the hands of Ray or he sacrifices himself for the greater good. One of those two. Yeah, uh, that's okay. I like that. I think that's interesting. I don't think they need to redeem him. But it can be like a, a no. Darth Vader 
kind of role where, yeah, he dies at the end saving, you know, doing something little to save everyone. Okay, I like yeah. that. All right, I see you. Um, Jeez, that knowledge. <laughs> I think that we are going to get... We are going to see a character from every single Star Wars era in the movie. So it's like we're going to get someone from the prequel trilogy, someone from the original trilogy, and someone from the sequel trilogy. Mm. That might have something to do with my number one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Qui-Gon Jinn, just sweet reappearance. Just um, see, my mine kind of goes hand in hand with that as well. My second one is I think we're going to have an Obi-Wan Kenobi force ghost. Oh, I think, I think Ian McGregor, he's due. He already signed with with up uh, for, you know, yep. His little anthropology series there. Anthropology. I think <laughs> anthology anthology anthropology. anthropology? <laughs> <laughs> the just some nice Phantom scented the candles. Just, just, it's just yeah, just to learn about some anthropology. Yeah, so and. I think he will be mentioned, or he will have a force ghost. There's Hello, something Ray. that's going to go down. I'm your dad. I'm I'm Obi Wan Kenobi. Hello there. <laughs> you're so good, freak. You're good at, you're good at these voices. Thanks. Uh, um, Practice my number one is night. we're going to get a scene with Hayden Christensen. He's going to be back in it. I, I, I'm, I'll, I'll freaking, I don't know what I would bet, but I, good money that Hayden Christensen is back as, as Darth Vader. All right. But like Anakin before being Darth Vader. I like it. I like it. I'm, what if I'm 99% positive. What if Ray is Anakin? Just somehow, some way, just some weird loophole. That's I, with the emperor (laughs) being back. I mean, honestly, all bets are off. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I love that though that is interesting is maybe like reincarnated i don't know how that would work but yeah love that uh my number one it's been number one for the past geez since 2015 raise a kenobi let's go I let's did, go I didn't even let's... think that that would be your number one but now I'm like, oh my gosh i'm just like punching myself that i didn't think of you know just love Ray, love Daisy Ridley. In fact, did you know that I invited her to Justin Bieber concert back in 2016? Did I tell you that? <laughs> did you did you like tweet at her? I, I, slid, I slid in her DMs. I sent her a DM on Instagram when she used to have Instagram, and I said, no. "Hey, uh, Justin Bieber on April 2016. I have an extra ticket. Would love for you to come. We'll go to Olive Garden beforehand. We'll have a blast." <laughs> it just as was it marked as red or just nothing no no there's nothing if she had seen it i would have flipped out that, i would have i would have messaged her been like i i know you saw it fly out big fan we can incredible. we can watch the force awakens afterwards <laughs> <laughs> we can we can talk theories for the last jedi oh wow okay so um, top five predictions i love it that's great yeah we and we've got a bunch more which leads us into this we have been working on a Rise of Skywalker bingo card with 25 spaces with all individual little um, just different categories similar to what we mentioned off. And you guys, many of you guys, in response to our Instagram poll yesterday, have also sent in your own predictions that we've included as well. Um, some not because, um, yeah, Jeffrey Epstein isn't related to Star Wars, so we won't be including that one. We apologize. <laughs> Maybe he's in it. And if he is, then I apologize that we didn't put it on. Uh, you never know. <laughs> you definitely don't. Are you done with the bingo card? Is it all right? I've got I've got like three more, but you all awesome. there with the rest of the um, suggestions. I can fill it up, and we'll have it we'll have it posted tomorrow when we post the pod. Gotcha. Yep. Love that. I know we've got now with this is it's going to end the saga. We'll be over. We've gotten the Force Awakens. We've gotten the Last Jedi. Where do you think? Rise of Skywalker will land. I think it'll land right in the middle of quality. I go The Force Awakens. Now, I like The Force Awakens, and we'll talk more about this on our next pod. We'll re-rank all our Star Wars. It will have marinated for a couple of days. We're going to go into spoilers, baby, especially towards the end of the pod. So for those who have not seen Star Wars, I think the less you know about Star Wars, the more, the better it is. Like, you don't even want to know people's thoughts about it. True. I feel so bad. For all those people who, like, play, like, the, oh. the Knights of the Old Republic games and stuff. I'm like, oh, you've dedicated too much time to this movie. Yeah. It's, it's just, it'll ruin your life. <laughs> I think I think it's going to be right in the middle. I, I like The Force Awakens. I don't think it's going to be as good as The Force Awakens. 
but just a step behind and last it'll be it'll be better than last jedi that is my prediction however i'm not gonna lie i'm excited for this movie but i have zero expectations i don't know how that makes sense but it does and that makes sense to me i dude i'm the exact same way i haven't really thought much about the movie i'm excited i think it's gonna be better than both of them i think they've learned enough that they're gonna put all their experience into this movie they've got a good script they'll wrap it all up they'll give us our fan service and we'll be happy. I'll leave happy. I've heard they, now, I've heard they had to do some rewrites. Is that true? Probably, yeah, because I know Colin Trevorrow and, um, gosh, uh, I forgot the other, uh, Chris Terrio. I know that they started the okay. first draft, but now JJ went in and his team, and I think they've kind of tweaked some things, and it's it's going to be different. Yeah. yeah um, I Now, we've talked a lot about spoilers and how to avoid spoilers, but Tanner, you need to tell everyone what you do when we went and saw The Last Jedi to avoid those spoilers. Oh my gosh, that's right. Because this is important. We legit did this. First thing, there's two steps. The first step is, if you're on Twitter, make sure you go to your settings and you go to privacy and you can scroll down. There's muted words. You can mute the words. I just did them today. Star Wars, Rey, Kylo, Skywalker. So that's one way because the embargo's lifted what? Tuesday? Monday? Yeah, the the um, I mean the, there's leaks. The premiere's tomorrow. Yeah. So another the one this has been important. leaked already though. Apparently people already know what's going to happen. Oh gosh, yeah, stay away. That's not fun. Uh the other thing that is important is if you're going to the theater to a late showtime like I am, we're going at 9:45 p.m. and I think there's some movies that start at 7 so they might be coming out. This happened to a friend. This actually happened to Mark. We were going into That's Rogue right. One, and somebody walked out. This is a spoiler. I'm going to say it. I mean, geez, it's been out for three years. Somebody walked out. As we were walking in, we were showing our tickets. Somebody said, I can't believe they all died just out loud and ruined the movie. I mean, Because people we, we are ass- daft. They just don't uh, understand it. You I know? mean, we all assumed that they were going to die, but still, you want the element of surprise. And but so definitely. Mark just looks at me, and he's like, I heard it. I just heard the ending of the movie. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, someone just said it. I was like, you're kidding. So go in there, put some headphones on, get your tickets, get nestled in your seats, have those headphones come off. That's, that's yep. it helps. I mean, yeah. I, we, we, we saw last Jedi two years ago. It was a late showtime. And I think people were coming out and yeah, we walked in there. We just went right to our spot. I had my music playing. Like we, we heard nothing. I heard nothing. Yeah. Didn't know anything about the movie. And it was great. I mean, how frustrating would that be to get to a movie that you're excited to see with spoilers and you're about to walk into the theater and you hear people chattering? Luckily, you're like, are you serious? My showing is pretty early. Yeah, I think you should be good. Yeah, so I mean, I'm going in. I think my showing's at like six. So I, I'm not worried at all, but I'm still definitely going to do it. I can't not do it, you know? <laughs> no, maybe maybe an employee that saw earlier that day just to check it. Was be like, dude, how about this? Like, <laughs> Ray's double sided saber gets cut in half by Jar Jar Beaks. He's the Sith. Oh, could you? Don't even want to think about it, but I will think oh. about it because I am thinking about it. So to kind of wrap up, I know we have the Mandalorian playing. Do you think they'll tie the Mandalorian in with this movie? No, I somehow, think some way. I don't think so. I think yeah, they're trying. To I don't keep think it so either. Separate. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think it should stay that way. I wouldn't be surprised if in future episodes of The Mandalorian they do stuff to tie in with the sequel trilogy, but I don't think the sequel trilogy will do anything Mandalorian-related. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Oh, man, I might be good for uh, for no headphones. Looks like the earliest showtime is 9.30. Really? We'll be, we'll be in our, in our, our starts 9.45. Yeah, and also stay Unless- away from the comment sections of anything. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's not showing the seven o'clock show times because they're sold out. That could be a good point. I mean, frick, it, when the Force Awakens came out, comment sections before the movie came out, Han Solo dies was already in. Gosh, there. the worst. So rude. That's it, though. That's take sixty-two. You have anything Love else? That. I think that's it. I think we're home free. I think we are. I th- and guys, Star Wars week. Get excited. Go see those uh, those movies that we mentioned. And we'll see y'all next week. What a what a take. Take Jen Packham will be on. We'll give you our full Star Wars spoilers breakdown. We'll have some special stuff. We'll have our Star Wars bingo card out this week. And if we get any bingos, I don't know what we'll do. Maybe we'll do something fun for it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Anyways, that was Take 62, folks. 
Stay sweet. Sweet. Sweet.